Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Voice Spark Live. I am, as always, your host, Nick, followed by AJ in Idaho and Ben in the NYC. We will be bringing you Ahmed Bouziz, uh, Ahmed Bozid from Witlingo today as our guest. And AJ is showing me some sort of app. Well, it just got a notification that says Voice Spark Live now. Classic. Oh, you should tune in. Yeah. You should definitely should tune, tune in. in. Everybody should. Those guys are great. And I didn't want to because it would be kind of like shooting myself. So, with that being said, <laughs> Ben, kicking it over to you. Do you have any news this week? Uh, nothing. Just GameStop. I don't. I don't know. You know, it's just it's just madness. I mean, the, the guy. I mean, people on Reddit. I mean, who who thunk that? I mean, just kind of push this thing. But I want to see what happens. How it really plays out and shakes out. You know. I mean, it's cool. Yep. Like ground ground up. You know, given. Uh, these hedge fund guys uh, are kind of a run for their money well, that all the guys have shorted it, but uh, it's interesting, man. And this is, you know, another facet of the web and just the internet in general. And obviously, you know, we talk about that and IOT and, and voice and everything, but it, it's, it's just kind of wild and just unbelievable. So, you know, and Nick, I know you had some thoughts on that. You had, a, you listened to a podcast earlier today. What was, what was the guy? I can't remember his name. You were saying, Oh yeah. About. I listened, I listened to, uh, I listened to Tim pool. Um, and you know, people on the left hate him, people on the right hate him. He's sort of like a middle of the road kind of guy, but, uh, he broke it down pretty nice, uh, and, and even, and, and, you know, even kill for everybody and pretty much said, Hey, look, you know, this is the one time that the little man got over on wall street and they're trying to stop it. And, uh, you know, aside from getting into all the political entanglements and all that, you know, it, (laughs) it is what it is. And I hope. I hope that it works out for everybody's favor because, you know, there are people like tweeting that they paid off like student loan debt and stuff like that. It's incredible. It's incredible. Being able to do that. And and no no offense, but I kind of think GameStop is in a dying market, but that's just me. Brick and mortar um, is tough, man. Especially with video it's games. Real like oh, real one other tough. thing I want I wanted to give a shout out to Shyamala Prayaga. Thanks for having us on. We're gonna yes. look forward look forward to uh um seeing uh seeing us on on her show uh coming out she does a little bit different format she like records it records and, and puts out a really really great show all the time so thank you for having us on uh this past week so we really look forward to that and um looking forward to seeing it and she will be on our show next week on right. february 4th so tune in for that That's right. should be great aj what do you got cooking up there i know you got a lot of snow but yeah we're we're snowed in pretty much here um we're expecting it's a hundred percent uh snow at two like two a.m. tonight so it was like it was like hundred not a, like no not displacing the air but just a hundred percent likelihood because it just said snow a hundred percent. We expected like twenty four inches, uh, and it's all powder. I mean, you can blow it, but so it's it's gonna it's gonna be great. And then uh, a family member of mine works up at the Sun Valley Spa, and they just got like voted number one spa in Idaho. And this is what brings people in. So the snow brings people in from all over the world and uh it's kind of a nice thing but i'm very happy to have you guys and have <laughs> yes very we're very happy to have you too man yeah, and we're, so, we're, so we're happy to have you too thank you man my wife i, I did have a comment about the a lady today <laughs> what's that, that? go ahead was, <laughs> that's why we're here that yes i said to her some she was giving me some sort of service like i was canceling either my uh uh my laundry reminder or something like that and i said thank you and they used an emoticon, and it, she was, has her normal voice, and then she's like, you bet. I was like, that's not that great. I don't like that. 
I don't like it. I think that sounds terrible. You know, yeah, I was it's just, funny. just trying to say thank you. And she's like, you bet. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Come on, like, it was weird. It was a weird yeah. emoticon. We we have the same we had the same kind of reaction when we heard it too and it's like it's like what that is kind of like um, not off putting but it's just it's just a weird I don't know weird place for that it's disjointed the energy is disjointed because she's not yet yet there where she's listening for the the connotation or the environment I I started to realize that in all my skills I believe that the most polite way to say goodbye is thank you if the conversation calls for it. So if somebody's, mm-hmm. give, somebody's giving you some information, you say, thank you. That mm-hmm. has some finality to it. And that should be what I have as a synonym for goodbye. Because I didn't like just going, exit. Like, you know, she's do, giving you a service or something. And you're just like, thanks, <laughs> goodbye, F off or something like that. So I, <laughs> just saying thank you is something that I think is very civil, but she's not there yet. So where she right. is, though, is if you ask her, like, say NPR is playing and you say, Alexa, thank you. She just goes bubble, and then she starts listening while NPR is playing. In the background, I can see it. Yes, I like that. I like that too. Well, but it's weird. It's weird, but I like. Yeah, so that's that's my observation of the A lady this week, which nice. was the disjointed, uh, just throwing in the. It just sounds almost sarcastic. Nice. Just depends <laughs> on the circumstances. It's so like, thank you for. Uh, I didn't want to miss my grandfather's funeral. Thank you. You bet. <laughs> it's a little weird. Yeah, it's definitely going to be programmed to the right list item. If not, right. it's going to come. Yeah, that's not going to be a good time. Um, I had some news this week as far as development goes. I went ahead and um, upgraded historical voices and put an entire like list API, uh, uh, APL list in there so people could actually go in and just touch the sound file that they wanted to listen to. And I put that behind a paywall. And if they say like clip 127 or something to that effect, it would pop up as well and play that clip. So uh, that got approved. We're also working on some uh, voice spark products uh, that will be hopefully uh, willing out soon. And uh, that's pretty much about it. Well, congratulations, because ISP is not necessarily the easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, There's some technicalities to it because you do have to technically keep a record of what somebody's paid for, you know, in case yep. there's ever anything in the future. So that there's a little bit of complexity there. And uh, kudos to you. So uh, anything you would uh, you learned about uh, a tool that's available yep. that you a person might want to keep an eye out if they ever have any trouble in their code, Nick? Uh, a certain log. Certain. Oh, in the sky? CloudWatch logs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm like I don't get this. What is this? What's this? What's this? And like I, you know, it's so funny. Like whenever you, honestly, whenever you take a look, whenever you get into a rhythm, right? And whenever you start coding a certain way, and you're looking for certain type of errors, and you're like, this doesn't make sense. Why isn't this working? Mm-hmm. And I must have been on the phone with AJ for about forty five minutes. He's like, look, dude, I, I don't know what's undefined. You know what I mean? It's I I don't know what I, you know. I was so trying to guess. But the guess he's trying is to guess maybe not helpful. Yeah. So then at that point, I'm like, what am I going to do? So I went back and took a look at the CloudWatch logs. Oddly enough, it gave me the exact line item that I needed to go to in the uh-huh. index.json <clears throat> file or JS file. And let me tell you something. I must have wasted two days mm-hmm. on this. So I went back, boom, boom, deleted some stuff, added some stuff, made it all good, good to go. Everything was copacetic, worked just fine, submitted, yes. boom. 
submitted for your approval of the Midnight Society. For your approval. Um, speaking of that approval, how do wait? Did, weren't we working on something, Nick, this past week? Did that get approved or no? Are we still it waiting? It did on not. That? It did not. Hmm. I forwarded it up to you. Okay. I don't want to ruin the surprise, just in case if okay, we can't we'll, deliver. Okay, well, we'll we'll deliver on that, and then, and then we'll announce what what we're talking about. <laughs> we'll just uh, talk in uh, Im- ambiguously. Yeah, exactly. Until then, yeah. so yeah, okay. Talking <laughs> it's inside Beep, joke. Bop, um, it's an inside so, joke. Speaking of it, speaking of insides, uh, no, no, God, no. <laughs> so we, um, so this uh, this month we have a contest going off, and for the, let me go ahead and bring it up here. For the next twenty days, there's twenty days left. Ninety one total entries. We have the. Voice Spark Privacy Pack, which is a third generation Echo Dot and a buzz off, and mm-hmm. also a one year membership to How Security, uh, right. courtesy of Benjamin. And he will yep. personally set you up with that. Yep, I uh, sent over our last uh, last winner. What I want you guys to do, though, for me as a favor as part of this uh, being able to qualify for this giveaway is I want you to go over to how.com and register just uh, it's create a user it's free that's mm-hmm. all we want you to do and uh, check out the app uh the mobile app as well uh but uh register there it's free no charge obviously but you know we're going to give away that uh free upgrade to uh, home monitoring home and personal monitoring uh with this contest so have a month to get in there but uh you know and register the there and obviously doesn't mean that you are personally monitoring right that means that with uh, the personalized monitoring. AJ, no, I'm going to be checking on everybody. <laughs> no, Ben. Ben All is personally. Ben monitored. will come. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. That's 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 what I've been working on, man. It's exhausting. I am okay. so tired. So we have so many miles. But the uh, Superman of personal home security. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, no, <laughs> no. It's uh, it's it. No, we have a great team, great, great staff, great call center, and everything like that. So if you're in trouble, though, you'll you'll have the right people be sent your. You're going to be like the white call service. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah. So anyhow, we got 20 days left on that. So if you want to go ahead over, you'll be able to find a link in this show description and uh, wherever you get your podcasts and also uh, on the different streaming platforms that we're on. And you'll be able to hit that enter and win. And the only thing you have to do to enter is visit our YouTube page. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, let's go ahead. I want to talk just a little bit about a skill called uh, Release Anna. And Release Anna, we, we did a skill preview on this. It came out yesterday on Tuesday. And this is made by AI Conversational Systems. And the author of it is actually a, a Jason F. Gilbert. And if you click on his speaker right there, he says, I'm Jack Black. No joke. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. He's Jack Black. But, um, but anyhow, you. I, you. Tried, I tried out release Anna and I liked it. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because I found out that, that I was like trying to throw her curveballs, right? Like political questions religious questions and she would like circumvent that kind of stuff and then come back so if anybody's out there who needs to get in a uh um wants to get in a little bit of conversational mode with somebody and doesn't have anybody around release anna will definitely make you crack up and if we go down talk about politics well she won't 
She'll. I, I asked. I asked uh, Alexa today, "Do you support President Trump?" And she said, "I strongly believe bots should not get involved in politics." <laughs> wow. I thought she, you know I thought she may have come back and been like, "Well, you know, know. If, if it was Surrey, yeah. she would have been like, this is what I found on the internet.'" Exactly. <laughs> All QAnon. There is no right? post office in Twin Falls, Idaho. Yeah, yeah. This is the nearest Chinese restaurant to your location. Siri said when we were uh, driving to try to find the, the post office in Twin Falls, Idaho. Oh, you need man. Hal. You need Hal, dude. Right. <laughs> so it it does have four. It does have um, a four reviews. We gave it a review, and we said Release Anna offers a good chat experience for long drives and lonely nights. So try to get a little poetic there. With a little reworking and proper use of screen real estate, it can stand out. And one of the things that I told Jason, and I told him this in, a, in an audio um, message, I said, wouldn't it be funny if he used sort of like uh, the dubbing that they used in um, uh, the old Godzilla movies? You know how the Japanese people's voice would keep moving? Or their, their face would keep moving, but the words would stop? Oh yeah, yeah. What if he did that for her? Like had sort of like, like a, a funny like a video, like a video that would pop up, but her mouth would keep moving after you know after after she was done talking. I thought that was funny, but maybe I'm oh, the yeah. only one. But no, um, I mean, how Enter the Fist was all about that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a funny movie. I love that movie. They trained <laughs> me to fail. <laughs> they trained me to fail. They trained hey. him to fail. People don't plan the fail; they fail and the I plan. Think, I think we did. Did we uh, watch him or his group participate in the uh, round of investment funding? That event I that think, happened. I last think year. so. I think I so. I recall but not, because I remember the highlights of the hair the, uh, in Anna. Yeah, and I was like, well, whoever designed that might have had a. It's a personal pet project, you know, because maybe they're like trying to design their ideal companion. But here's those the thing: highlights were pretty. Here's the thing, though. I really think you can go all in on this. I think you could say, like, um, have her keep track of session management. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite baseball team? Stuff like that, right. you know? And the second you do that, then she's starting to build conversation around that. Maybe you tie in some APIs whenever you bring up sports. Yeah, man, the Red Sox got their ass kicked last night. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, it turns out Tom Brady is God. You know, stuff like that. Well, that's exactly the point then. Uh, yeah, I think everybody who's interested in conversational voice AI com uh, ambient computing should check out release Anna because yep. give that feedback to the developer, give them, I would recommend encouragement more than criticism. Just, Oh, of I'd course, better with encouragement. And this, as far as I recall him sharing, this is something he's created. So you've yep. got a team at Amazon and you got a team at Google and you have a team at Bixby and they're all, working on making a conversational AI. And I believe that this is a pet project of a one or two people, if I recall from there. So this is like they're, they're something that they're working on. Um, and they have the opportunity since they're independent to, to do better than the, mm -hmm. the big, the big leaders. So uh, if you really want to support, definitely check out release Anna, I would recommend it. So AJ, AJ, if you could do me a quick favor and point up there to our sponsor. Asked us. The DOS nailed it first time. First time, amazing. It, it's not the boss you should be worried about. It's DOS. 
So if uh, you're thinking about buying a home or want to do research on a home, or if you're a real estate agent, DOS has all the answers for you, literally all the answers. It is a uh, hybrid platform that will allow both sellers and buyers and agents to uh, collaborate and find the perfect home of their dreams. So if you're thinking about buying a home, ask DOS. So uh, with that being said, it's time to bring on founder and CEO of Witlingo, Ahmed. But before we do that, I'd like to give out a special thank you to him and say thanks a bunch for sponsoring us in the month of February. The month of February sponsor is going to be Witlingo. So we will be switching out our logos next week and talking a bunch about how Witlingo is building the voice first web. So without further ado, let me go ahead and bring him in. Ahmed, how's it going? Oh, he's on mute. All right. The perils, the perils of life, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right, wonderful. So, hey, thanks again for coming on. Um, you know, uh, I know you and Ben have been co uh, conversing on Twitter a lot this week, which is awesome. Uh, kind of gave us a little bit of background. But um, I noticed you've been around voice before it was even voice. I read that one article uh, that you put out that was pretty good, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. So one of the things that, one of the questions that I had for you right off the bat is, where did the name Witlingo come from? Hmm. Okay. Good question. So um, so as, as, uh, as you know, I have been in the space for a while, um, and uh, in, in the course of the years of uh, speech, there were various companies that I liked quite a bit. Um, so there is there was a company called V-Lingo, V, as in Victor, V-Lingo. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they, were, uh, they were a pioneer in many ways. Um, they were founded by a couple of folks who had had enough with a company called Nuance. I'm sure folks who are in the space will mm -hmm. recognize that name. Um, a behemoth in uh, in the space before Amazon and Google decided to get involved in in speech and, and natural language. So they were a big behemoth, and a couple of folks from uh, from Nuance decided they had had enough. They wanted to just go and do something really creative on their own. So they launched a company called Vilingo, and they launched an app on the App Store. I think it was before Siri. And Nuance didn't like that at all. Um, and so they sued them and they battled back and, and they just wanted to squash them. And it was back and forth, back and forth. And Nuance is famous for doing this. I'm, I'm very happy that I have this opportunity to bash those people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because like they it. are not liked in the space. Um, <laughs> stick, around, stick around for the after party. <laughs> you'll you'll, yes, get, some, you'll yes, get some stories yes. too. Stories for you guys. Anyway, so they, what, what happened, they ended up being bought by them because they just cornered them and all that. And so they, just, mm -hmm. they hadn't had enough. So I really liked their, you know, the fact that they took off, the fact that they fought back, the fact that they were one of the first, very first um, folks who launched something useful, actually, on, on the App Store, uh, on mobile, mm -hmm. before Siri, again. Um, I, I remember Siri was, was actually an independent startup, right? Uh, and it was mm -hmm. bought by Apple, 
think in 2010 or probably 2010, yeah. Um, and, and there's a whole story about Syria as well. So I think Ben touched on on how, uh, or maybe it was unique, um, how a couple of people can do quite a bit on their own versus being part of a like constraining right. mm -hmm. team that uh, you know that has a strategy or does not have a strategy that has that has people are passionate or not and so on. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, so uh, that company Siri when they launched their app it was again it was an app on the App Store. Uh, it could do a lot more than the Siri of today. Today mm -hmm. we're talking about today, uh, which mm -hmm. is six years no eight eight years later. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a whole um, there's a whole actually uh, presentation that that the, one of the founders of Siri, uh, Adam Scheer, uh, put together. And I'll send you guys a link. Fascinating story. And he he, he gave the story of how Siri was this and how as it got sucked into the OS, it became this. Right. Mm -hmm. could do conversation, yeah. for right. example, we could converse with Siri, which you can't even do today. You could have a long conversation. But what kind of food do you want? I want this uh, kind of food. Okay, well, there are these restaurants here. There are restrictions here. So you can have a conversation back and forth, right? Syria has become much more of, um, you know, I want this, it's there, and it's, that's it, right? Mm -hmm. search, a good, sophisticated search. Okay, so that's the wit part of it, right? Um, the lingo. Wit, uh, wit is, there was another company, and again, I, I, like, I like that company because of, of how they just were able to accomplish something quick um, was called was called Wits that AI. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. With that AI, it's a French company, and they uh, it was a couple of guys. And they moved to Silicon Valley. I don't know. I'm not sure if I have the story completely straight, but those are the outlines of it. Um, and they were able to build a natural language system, hmm. um, and then they ended up being bought by um, Facebook. I think it was Facebook. Um, and I just like the way they executed things. I like the tool. Uh, and again, it's innovators who are able to just do something that, that was, uh, you know, with, with little resources to do something that was quite, uh, you know, quite impressive. So mm -hmm. that's so a double homage. <laughs> double homage to, <laughs> to innovation, right? Plus, um, <laughs> plus it's uh, with lingo is three syllables, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so that's very important if you are going to come up with a, a name for your uh, company. It needs to be more than one syllable because it wouldn't work on on voice uh, assistants, for example, right? Yep. Um, mm -hmm. And and the last thing is I, I remember typing that name on the browser. Nothing came up. Fabulous, right? Right. Nothing that's at all. Feeling. Right. Which means that's that if somebody were to type it, they would find us. I, I say that only because I was traumatized by a previous experience in a company that did really good, good stuff. Um, uh, but its name was Angel. Oh man! Oh jeez! All right. So <laughs> <laughs> you talk Angel. What are you gonna get? You're not gonna. You're not gonna anywhere. You're gonna uh, get everything from everything uh, from 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 religion to porn, right? Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> It's true. Uh, we true story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was a long, uh, long answer to your question, but that's the story behind the story. Wow, that's yeah, cool. you can't have a you can't have a name like ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, well, you know the the <laughs> band aha uh -huh, take on me. 
Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they uh-huh. they they owned it a quite some time ago. It's try to try to go, or, you know search that now. It might be. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Who knows? Well, they, they ain't going to be accepting that invocation name. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. exactly. well, before the, the the web, right? Before Google. Yeah. I think. Oh, oh yeah. Mean to oh, say yeah. yeah. Um. So so what is going on at Whitlingo? I know you're yeah. you're one of the. You're one of the big premier players um, as far as having your own platform. The, plat- the platform is very versatile, similar to our guest that we had on last week who works at VoiceFlow. Like you have, mm-hmm. you have essentially a platform that can work, that can merge the best parts of Google Assistant and Amazon Alexa. So, um, so what's going on? How's, it, how's yeah. it cooking down there in Virginia? Yes. Um, yeah, so yeah, we are a, um, a platform. Our main um, sort of the main thing about what we do is we try to have something uh, or a set of tools that, um, let's say, a marketer or a, a head of sales or a customer care person is able to, to use uh, and, and uh, use to build and manage um, a voice experience, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so we avoid. So there are many philosophies in um, in building uh, conversations. Um, mm-hmm. Many kinds of tools. Uh, we sort of avoid the the the, the flow philosophy, right? The, sh- the showing states and actions. Mm-hmm. Um, there is there is a you know if in AI there is something called frame. Um, so you, you you describe the world in in frames, right? So a frame is basically an object that has properties. So yep. we are here and we, let's say, for example, I want to order a pizza, right? So I start with a bunch of slots, like, um, okay, the toppings, it's empty, right? And the, the size of the pizza large is empty, right? So there's properties um, uh, of the pizza, right? And I start with that. And um, and then if and my engine would look at that and say, okay, so you want you want to get these um, filled out before we can do an order, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so let's go ahead and ask and say, what uh, you know, what toppings do you do you like? And I, and I might say, well, actually, I want a large pizza, right? So you're providing information that the AI didn't ask you, but it's a, it's pertinent information, right? It says, okay, so let me fill that that slot, right? Um, and then you might say, um, uh, as far as the toppings are concerned, I want this, this, and that. Okay, he's now answering the po- toppings, and then you put it in there, right? So that the frame will guide the, dia- the dialogue, as opposed to mapping out the dialogue, right? Oh, I see. Nice. I see. I'm gonna like a fill in the blank. It's filling, right? Exactly. So mm-hmm. you build the engine that has the intelligence about has intelligence about conversation in general, right? Nice. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it says, I want to accomplish this. What is this? I want to get all this information. And the action is, I want to do a buy. I want to buy, right? And um, and it will have maybe pre-filled credit card information, address, and all that. And if it doesn't have them, it will ask, right? And each one of those slots has its own properties, right? Which this one is important. Just ask, ask this one first. This one is optional, and so on, right? And so mm-hmm. that sort of there's an intelligence about just like human beings, right? We don't when we get into a conversation, we don't say, okay, I'm going to say this first, and if he says that, I'm going to say that. And if he says that, I'm going to say that. And if he says that, I'm going to say that. And if he, if I don't under, uh, if I don't under, understand what he says, I'm going to say this. That's not what we do, right? We right. come in with our skills, and we have a general sense of the of the goal, 
and then we engage, right? Okay, I want a meeting with someone. I want to find out about them, right? So I don't know exactly what which one I'm going to ask them first. It's it's just going to flow, right. and, and by the end of the conversation, I I know who they are, what they do, what kind of a character they are, right? And I feel like I have, I know the person, right? So that's right. sort of the difference, the, the different philosophy that we use. Um, it's not flow yeah. driven. So that right. uh, you know, concretely speaking, instead of somebody sitting down and saying, "What's the initial state? What's the next state?" Blah blah blah. It's like, what do I want to find out? I want to find out these things, huh. right? Right. And our engine sort of has the intelligence to say, "Let me go ahead and engage um, in a conversation." That's interesting. I think it's interesting that you you took that kind of um, approach to yeah. it because a lot of times people, society, right. Um, yeah communities they get pigeonholed into a certain way of thinking mm -hmm. here you went ahead and you said let's start it off and let's give me what you want to finish at and then we're going to work out everything in between and yeah, right. I, I think that's I, I think that's pretty unique as far as mm -hmm. the actual um the voice uh voice industry goes today that's that's pretty unique as far as uh, as far as the way the the flow is that's awesome yeah it's it's not unique in AI because there is um, I mean AI as you know it's just a whole world of you know, you know, not just speech right obviously right? Um, mm -hmm. right and so that this technique is is uh, is used in many other places where <laughs> it's not a dialogue it's you know you want to do something right and right. Um, and so you know you know what you want but you don't have the steps and the steps are going to be determined by the the environment, by the circumstances. So you don't even have the luxury to map out the flow, right? Wow, um, that's right. Right, and that's so and so basically just adopted that philosophy, right? And said, you know, why don't we apply it into conversation? Because actually, you know, it it is artificial to build a conversation as if you knew exactly what was going to happen, right? And that, yep. that's basically a byproduct of of uh, IVR, which is uh, interactive voice response, which is telephony when you call, right? It's a tree, mm -hmm. right? Um, right? So, so people just said, "Oh, okay, we have done this before, I think." Yeah, yeah, we did it in the telephony. Let's just do the same kind of a thing here, <laughs> right? Can I make a comment? Can I interject something? <laughs> yes, sir. I just had, recently had a great experience with an AV IVR, and yeah. that was the Idaho uh, State Labor Board when I got on. The, they really promptly told me that I was the 67th caller in line and mm -hmm. that Hello. I should expect a 49-minute wait. <laughs> but what was fantastic is apparently they set it up so that each time a caller dropped off or they picked it up, they mm -hmm. would re-trigger the message. So then you would constantly get updates. And I ended up thanking them and I asked uh, the person that helped me because I could tell they were tired. Please pass off to your manager that you guys did an excellent job because I've been on hold a lot in, during my lifetime, also something I think about, but the way that they repeated the message and gave you those updates, I ended up waiting 31 minutes, but it mm -hmm. really felt like I got away with something. I really felt because somebody took some additional tool and rethought it, and there is still room for improvement, even in old systems. Yeah. So that's kind of my long, yeah. long No, that's, long that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 that's, no, oh, no go, go ahead. ahead. Go no, that's, that's, that's a great observation because you know, people forget that um, folks appreciate, and actually, um, and, it, and it's not it's not it's not a given thing. Meaning, we appreciate when somebody goes out of the way 
do something, right? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and and they care enough. Yes. And clearly, somebody went and 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 did studies and said, okay, uh, you know, at the very very least, let's be respectful, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, of their time. And so, yes. uh, and I wrote a piece about how, you know, these IVRs, um, they are good when they respect us, um, and they are bad when they don't. So, for example. Yeah. When you launch, uh, let's say when you call in, and again, same thing with the uh, with skills and actions. Uh, when you call, and then you are um, the first thing you hear is a greeting of I don't know a whole minute long, right? right? And then you get some more for another minute, and it just talks and talks and talks, right? That yep. is disrespectful in the sense that it just abuses your time. That's right. Right. Yeah. I agree. And there are many ways it can be disrespectful. You know, it can it can just hang up on you, for example doesn't even say goodbye or yeah. it won't allow you to interrupt it right oh, so it's just talking talking yeah. and it just won't let you talk right um so yeah that's a great example of how um i love it i'm going to use it by the way that's a great example of how uh, a system went out of its way to just if nothing else right to show you that it cares enough to update you um, well, yeah. and well, even yeah. though at the even well, though at the there there was a probably I must have heard maybe 150 messages. At the end of the message was we thank you, we appreciate your patience. Right. And then the other thing is thank, thank God whoever picked the music, they're a hero. Because <laughs> the music, but, but you're going to be stuck in an elevator. Piano that's dung 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 dung. <laughs> you all heard it. So. Anyway. Yeah. That's great. No, actually, it's funny. You, I, 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 I go to this same chat probably every Tuesday on Twitter, and it's it's called it's Cust Serve hashtag Cust Serve. I don't know if any of you guys know about it, but these are these discussions that are happening. And I set up an IVR for for our parent company, and it's like, yeah, respect that person's time. It just makes sense to like, okay, what do you want? And just to a med's point, it's like. If if companies thought that way to like be able to get that great customer service at, 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 right at the start, like what do you want? What do you want to accomplish? I think uh, you know you'd you'd have retention and you'd have all these other kind of end goals kind of happen with with companies. Ahmed, is is that kind of like the, yeah. your your kind of client base currently right Absolutely. now that you're building? Your, your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're right on on, uh, on the money right there. It it is uh, it is all about. Um, <laughs> you know, showing effort and um, at the very least, uh, people appreciate that. And then once they once they see that, hey, this IVR is here to help me, as opposed to this IVR here is to keep me away from human beings, right? right? Mm -hmm. Which is always the impression that bad IVRs give. It's help me. What happens is they actually engage. They try to cooperate. Yeah. They try yeah. automation. They try to do self-service, right? Um, as long as they don't feel like you are just cornering them and you know forcing them to do some people don't another one is you don't respect my freedom i would like mm. to talk to the operator okay so zero 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 uh, whatever you're I'd saying i'd love okay, to help okay. you but first yeah right? <laughs> but first, right? and then it doesn't respond to agent or zero right, right? i mean just that's just a brand looking to be uh to be hurt that's that's all. well people not only that but, but isn't it the strangest inversion where humans make efforts to try to do one thing and they end up doing the exact Complete opposite. opposite. Yeah. And how that's fundamentally, I think, uh, where, uh, where people like yourself who are mindful of that and then are building technology, I think that's where we, we could, mm -hmm. uh, look forward towards the future and go, we might stand a chance. 
if we have enough people that are holding the reins <laughs> that are looking on at that, it that way exactly yeah. right right well yeah you know the one thing that i wanted to say about that is that also goes into voice app development right because mm -hmm. the one thing that you notice there aj whenever they were reinf uh, reinforcing what number you were it was building up this subconscious anticipation all right so now it's like oh i'm 68 okay now i'm 42 okay now i'm 15 well hell i'll just i'll just stay on the phone now i'm eight mm -hmm. now i'm five now i'm now mm -hmm. i'm well if you one boom i'm making progress well, yeah i'm making progress it's showing right. that progress and the more you can interject that into your voice app whatever it is right. the better off it'll be as far as growth and and usage ben? that particular case somebody said oh good oh, i was gonna say it's not it's not so monolithic it's just like there's the task or there's what I'm waiting for. And I have no idea. I know I don't even know how tall this thing is to climb, which is your weight in line or whatever it may be. It's like those like simple prompts and updates make again to Nick's point makes you feel like you're getting somewhere in progress. And at the end of the day, to Ahmed's point, it's like it's it's um, you know, respecting the customer or client at the end of the day, right? Yep. So um, you know, that it, it completely makes sense. Sorry, AJ, go ahead. I was going to say that it, I'm, I, I get, have to give credit to some management, management or committee, somebody that said, well, what's the most rational thing to do, which is just take an average and then make it cyclical for yeah. when the, the update happens. And then somebody probably said, but that actually is going to contribute to this insanity that people are feeling like it's like there's this gap of time, then they're hit with something, gap of time, and they're hit with something. Right. Somewhere, someone along the line, I don't, somewhere along the line, someone said, just when someone hangs up, let them know. That they're that they're updated and that to me feels like a happy possibly an accident yeah but i'm glad that whoever uh let that be when they didn't know that seemed to work out better for me and i'm glad right. they did it yeah. yeah so whether they knew what they were doing or not <laughs> that's why i wanted to give them the thumbs up i said please pass yeah. it on to your manager you got somebody that does every living thinks about it all the time i really appreciate yeah. it it made me feel a lot better for the weight and you guys did a great job. And it was a great way to have a good conversation with the bureaucratic office. Who, she was totally awesome. stressed out. My state had not handed out its money uh, since the uh, oh, former geez. president signed that. So mm -hmm. that was a busy day for them. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. So I mean, like, how, how do you how does the approach, you know, I feel like a lot of, you know, small, even mid-sized companies are afraid to even approach an AI, AI approach or have an AI approach to IVR at some point. So they're like, oh, that's too much for us to handle right now. We'll eventually get to it or something like that. Or are you seeing more more adoption more quickly right now with, with companies? What are, what are you seeing on the front line from, mm -hmm. from yeah. your perspective? That's a good question. Yeah, we yeah, we uh, with co initially when COVID hit, everybody was like, OK, freeze. Um, we don't want to be innovating right now. We just want to be surviving, right? That's right. Um, I'd say the last three months, they're coming out of their shell, uh, mm -hmm. their shelter. Um, I mean, they're, they're still working from home, but they're, I think they're, um, they're a lot more optimistic, um, mm -hmm. hopeful. Um, and, and so we're back to conversations where um, we, we are all about, again, making sure that they understand this is about value, value to customer, um, value mm -hmm. to them, um, ensuring that if they are going to do self-service or offer self-service for their customers, that it's done well. Um, you know, AI is just a word that's being bandied around, you know, with, sure. you know, with inflated meaning or deflated meaning, whatever. Um, but the basics are, you know, when we start talking to them about the basics, low-hanging fruit, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit. I'll give you an example um, of low-hanging fruit. 
So if you know, and it's all about leveraging knowledge, right? If you know that every Monday, every first Monday of the month, you have a, you have a crush of calls mm -hmm. because of, I don't know, they are asking about their health benefits or whatever it may be, right? Mm -hmm. If you know that, right? Um, and in the menu, it is, it's option number four, right? Um, don't give them, hello, welcome to so-and-so. Would you like to do A, B, C, or D? Right? What you do, because you know that 80% of the people are asking about D, say, hello, welcome to so-and-so. Are you here to do D? Yeah. Wonderful. Right. right? And then and they already start with a great feeling because um, it's new and it's smart and people are attracted yep. to intelligence, right? That's another mm -hmm. thing. One, one dimension is respect. Another one is intelligence, right? So mm -hmm. a system that respects you and is smart, you're going to give it some respect back, right? You're going to right. make an effort to engage with it, right? Um, and so that's one low-hanging fruit that does not get used, right? And so um, our question always is, well, tell us about your callers, right? Usually it's, it's people who, you know, who are automating, um, who are automating their, their calls. Like, so they still have their number, but they want to have a skill where people want, uh, are going to invoke it instead of calling. Because calls cost money, right? Telco, mm -hmm. right? So you yep. save money that way, right? So we start with, as a baseline, you know, what are people calling about? Can you give us any logs or anything, any reporting about about your traffic so we can see when you have your peaks? And we can you ask, ask, ask you questions like, why are they, why are there peaks? Maybe there's a peak at nine o'clock in the morning and another one at, at five, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe nine, maybe 12 also and eight, which is like, the beginning of the day and lunchtime. Right. Maybe folks are do something, you know, before they go to work. Maybe they call about the bills, whatever. And then at lunchtime they're eating and they're taking care of business as well, call the bank and all. So we look at those peaks. And again, low hugging fruit is let's not do the menu if we know that a lot of people are, are calling about this. Let's be smart. Or if yeah. somebody, let's say, if somebody calls in and they just did something, they purchased something, or they asked about you know something right and the issue remains open yeah so you know they're probably calling about that issue and it doesn't hurt to say hey by the way this and this and that okay that's great i didn't call you about that but that's great or most of the time is actually that's exactly what what i'm calling you for thank you so right. much for being smart right and not only being smart but saving me time because i don't have to go through mm -hmm. a menu sometimes you have to go to one, two levels or three levels of menu to get to the thing. And it right. saves you all that, gives it to you up front. You answer a yes, it engages with you, and you're done. Or it gives you the information and passes you on to a person. I, I can um, tell you, um, I used to be a bank teller at mm -hmm. Bank of America. And the 1st and the 15th were so unpleasant because mm -hmm. you would have 50 or 60 people that did not want to be there. Bank of America was like, we don't want to play any music. They wouldn't. There was no lights. It was dark. People were <laughs> getting in fights with each other. There was no music, no television. They, they, they banned it. And people would just come up to me and they would just be like, just give me a reason to snap on you. Just give me a reason. <laughs> so it really taught, that was the beginning of teaching me that customer service is your own choice. Mm -hmm. You're yep. choosing to do that. Right. If you're ever becoming reflexive, Mm -hmm. That is not going to work. Those numbers will never add up. 
So you mm -hmm. have to be uh, proactive, insightful, and you have to believe something. Uh, and when you're just a human, it's not easy because you need a lot nope. of re-encouragement. But when you're architecting and engineering a system that has no uh, weakness of having to be cheered up, it just mm -hmm. needs to be designed well. That's that. Yeah. I think that's that value. And I genuinely hope that your customers will will appreciate the word value in your case, and not see it as a dollar to whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I well, hope yeah, that exactly. they will be extra yeah. mindful in that value yeah. of being what's not quantifiable. That's that's a good point because it's all. It's not just bottom line dollars. It's about your brand relationships with your customers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, also the the happiness of your agents, right? Um, that they're not getting yeah. irate folks, right? So if you have people who are calling in and they had a good experience um, and they're calling in because they have a problem that you can solve, I mean, you are going to feel good about it because you're not just giving them their balance and doing things that are robotic. You're actually engaging with them and solving real problems with them. So um, so it helps with the morale of the, um, you know, the agents who have a tough job already, all right? So you don't want to make it more complicated by giving them folks who are just looking for two or three pieces of information that could be provided by a robot. Um, yeah, definitely, so, yeah. So what, let me ask you this, and you may have covered this uh, before on other podcasts, but we'll try to hit you up. Mm -hmm. um, where did this all come from for you? Like when, when was your uh, aha moment? Like how did you get into this um, as far as, um, you know, a conversational AI uh things like that was this mm -hmm. something was this something that that um you were into computers first and then yeah. you kind of were you a technical background like, or what 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 got yeah. you into this what brought you to this point at Witlingo? well I, I have i've always been in in, in this space so i don't even know i don't remember a time when i was not <laughs> <laughs> so from uh, from school you know grade school i just did natural language and speech recognition uh, mm -hmm. in, and, and all of my jobs have been that, uh, you know, well, initially I was a coder programmer. Um, mm -hmm. I did, um, probably don't, don't know this, uh, language it's called prologue prologue. Um, there were no, two, no. two AI languages, um, hmm. prologue and lisp L I S P. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, they're very different from say, you know, uh, C or C sharp or, you know, uh, the, you know, these linear languages uh, in that they uh, allowed you to represent the world in a way um, that I was easily, um, that allow you to easily uh, do things like search for properties of objects or represent mm -hmm. objects, which is very mm -hmm. different from, from um, you know, C and C plus where you have to actually code every single line and mm -hmm. give instructions, but this variable is equal to that. And that, yeah. Anyway, the point is that it's a, uh, these are languages. Uh, and I started out as being a coder and engineer, software engineer, uh, and then went from there to being a product person, uh, a product manager, um, and uh, and basically from there into innovation and, and doing uh, new uh, new things. I, I like to create stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, and But at the same time, I like to create stuff that has uh, real value to real people, right? Mm -hmm. Which is not to say that people who just create stuff for the sake of it that is not a good thing. That's it's usually what basic research is all about, right? You just do stuff for the, for the sake of doing it because it's fun. Someone's right? got to do it. 
uh, yeah, exactly. And often you you come up with stuff that is really impactful just because you're playing, right? That's right. Um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those. I just want to make sure that what I'm doing has a direct line towards value. Um, so product management is basically. After all is said and done, I thought I was an engineer, but it turned out that really deep down, I am a product person. <laughs> nice. Uh, you're a people person. You, you're a people, people person. person. <laughs> right. Because yes. the products, you, you're saying that the product needs to be uh, caring. Uh, it, it shouldn't beat people over the head with its existence. Like it really yeah. shouldn't take advantage of them, steal from them, take away from them, leave them having less than they had before they got the thing. Yeah. I feel like there's some deeper passion in there too. It needs yeah. Humanity. It can't be. It can't be a zero sum game. It has to be. Uh, yeah. Square root a negative one. Yeah. Exactly. And what I learned really is is um, there's a lot of and I've, what I've noticed over the years is because I have an engineering background, right? And engineers like to create, um, but but they just don't. I mean, they don't have the mind of a product person. Just to mm -hmm. be clear, right? What they what they like to do is they like to play with plumbing. Right, yeah. uh, and they like to do things like oh, let me try this, let me try that, and which is great, which right. is exactly what an, an engineer should do. But an engineer is not a product person at all. Right, right? Um, maybe they are the opposite of a product person. Maybe the skill that they have is not what a product person should have. Right, and vice versa. And I mm -hmm. say this because it's important uh, um, uh, in the following sense: a lot of p people who build skills are engineers, right? They go and they code up stuff, and they love coding, right? And so what happens is they they write something, but it's not a product, right? Meaning, uh, nobody went and thought about the use case, or thought yes. about a problem, right? And yep. found out that um, there's enough people who want to solve that problem, and then there are enough people who are willing to pay for that. Um, solution mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then how do you get it out of market how do you market it how you how do you differentiate it how you price it and so on yeah. all of those are product activities right and yeah. so in every single um i mean you've seen this right in every single um birth of a technology platform say html for the internet or mobile uh, ios and so on the first generation of these things is just are just awful right they're bad right because it's engineers who did them, right? They went. It only makes sense to engineers and only the ones that worked on it. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, exactly, right? And and it makes complete sense that it was the engineers who started doing it because nobody mm -hmm. else could do. When I mean, you're a product person, what are you going to do with your product ideas, right? Unless unless you have an engineer along with you, right? And right. it's the engineer who gets their hands on the SDK. And what do they do when they get the SDK? Mm -hmm. They start building mm -hmm. stuff. And they say, let's mm -hmm. get it out. Let's get the app out. Oh, it's out. Nobody's using it. Why? But it's beautiful, right? Um, <laughs> but it's not beautiful because it does what it does very, very well. But what it does, nobody cares about, right? Right. Um, and so, you know, whenever I meet somebody who is very passionate about skills, I say, you know, if you can pair yourself with a product person and, and you are, and you, what you want to do is you want to develop. You know, uh, and and find a good product person uh, who will set you sit you down and say, "Okay, take a deep breath. What problem are we solving for right. a given human being? And who yep. is this human being? Let's talk about that human being. What do they do? Uh, when would they use this skill? 
you know, uh, blah, 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 right? Uh, you're building yeah. it for a kid. Okay. Um, and how old is this kid? Well, this kid is five, between five and seven. Okay. And what do you want to do? I want to teach him um, whatever, right? Kids that when they're five and seven are learning. Okay. Uh, let's think about that. Well, and then you design from there. And, and once mm -hmm. you've designed, when you've, once you have the actual use case and know exactly what you're doing and you scope it in terms of what it does, then you go to design, mm -hmm. okay? And once you have the design, then you go to coding. And then what happens is the first and the second are almost always skipped. People go to the third one uh, with maybe some thought given to the first and some thought given to the second, but they want to rush into the third one um, and they end up with something that uh, but usually is, doesn't hit the spot. It's a Frankenstein's yeah. monster. Oh. Or yeah. when the death by community, when a beautiful idea dies somewhere yeah. in this. That could be the name Absolutely. of my autobiography. Speaking of writing. When a beautiful uh, idea dies. When a, <laughs> speaking of writing, Nick, uh, Ahmed has written two books. Um, and it kind of ties into kind of what you were saying. I think one of them is like more concentration on UI. Yeah. So it's getting getting into that design phase and, and, and doing that. So tell, can you tell us a little bit about the, the, the two books that you, you wrote? Yeah, sure. So uh, well, the first one, well, uh, one of them is about just um, – uh, about uh, software as a service, right? So the art of SAA, SaaS, right? So I'm a big believer in the delivery of software as a service as opposed to downloading software. That probably a book which was written about, I don't know, five years ago or something like that. Um, people now like, uh, what do you mean? As opposed to what? SaaS as opposed to what, right? Because people don't use software anymore, <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's become part of our, it's like, an, an, you know, water, oxygen, right? right everything right. is in the cloud. Everything is on demand. Everything is multi-tenant and so on and so forth. It's like water should be free at restaurants. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, right? <laughs> but just to give you another piece of history, like in, uh, you know, 1999, 2000, that's when, um, the beginnings of software as a service uh, kicked in, um, the beginnings of it, right, with the Salesforce.com being the leader. Mm -hmm. um, and then, and, and so they're, you know, so they just basically created a whole movement, um, uh, SaaS, uh, at the time. And that's when this company that I mentioned before, Angel.com, uh, what we did is we did pure, you know, full, auto, uh, full voice automation, telephony automation, on you know on demand in the cloud multi-tenant so you, anyone can go create an account and be able to launch an ivr tie a phone number do it completely uh in the mm -hmm. cloud without having to download any software without having to hire a consultancy just do it on your own so that's the first one and then the second one is uh is a book titled don't make me tap which is sort of a take on don't make me think i don't know if you've heard of that book no, okay um, don't maybe think is a is a great book about how to design visually, and the whole point is everything needs to be designed in such a way that it's obvious what you need to uh -huh. do. You don't have to think, yeah. right? Meaning the you know there's a word called affordance. Affordance is you see the object and you know exactly what to do. I see a glass and it has water. I know I can I can use it to drink. I see a door it has a handle. I know what to do. I can I can open the door by by uh, you know turning the handle. Um, mm -hmm. So there are these are things called affordances, and basically because we have been um, culturally, you know, uh, acclimated to these things, we know what to do when we see. Uh, same mm -hmm. thing with uh, a good design, right? People need to know 
that when they hear a beep, perhaps it means that they need to talk. Um, I don't know. Um, the signals like that in uh, you know in in voice, um, uh, you know, are are the foundation of a good design. It 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 doesn't need to tell you. It doesn't need to tell you exactly what to do. You know, because it's leveraging conventions, it's leveraging all kinds of things, signals mm -hmm. that uh, that you naturally react to in the right way. Um, so that book is all about how uh, the fundamentals of conversation, conversation itself is a whole science, right? We mm -hmm. can, as human beings, we are amazing experts in conversing with each other. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you sit down and, and look at what has been written about what it takes to hold a conversation, it's just mind boggling how mm -hmm. sophisticated animals we are when it comes to uh, to conversation. We know, you know, we want to pause, we want to give a turn, we want to return turn, we want to, to say, okay, you can borrow the turn, give it back to me. There's all <laughs> kinds of rules that exist. Right. Uh, and current assistants are very, very far from 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 there. But um, I think just it's gonna take a lot of work, a lot of hard work across the board on all levels to get from where we are to something close to a sophisticated conversation between a human being and a, and a robot. Definitely. I would yeah. put both those on my uh, reading list to do. <laughs> okay. So I, I think for... that uh, don't make me think might be the number one thing that has been said to me by people I've never met before. <laughs> nice. So yeah. we're coming up on almost an hour here. Uh, oh. Usually that's how long we run. Uh, I know, Ben, you, um, you just gave a question. AJ, do you got a final question? Well, I'd just like to make a comment before we get off the air. Um, Go ahead. I was thinking about this recently with the fact that um, you've listened to a, a, the vocalizations from crows or cats. And the, the question of you, it's pretty standard for a, a young person or anybody really to think, does, is that a language? Are, are they communicating actual information? Is it information like I think it, it is? And what, lately I've been thinking the idea that that's even a question is fundamentally wrong. That of course there's enough in the context be in between those animals that they're, what, the way that they communicate is as effective as the way we do. And until we start to wrap our heads around what it is that human, it means to be a human, humans make things incalculably com complicated. And then we lift that complication up and worship it and usually at the end of the day, it's somebody like Einstein who goes, no, you guys, you don't need 10 chalkboards of equations. It's E equals MC squared. So was he smarter than the rest of those people? I don't think so. I think he was more intuitive. And he, he saw the simplicity rather than the complexity. And that's sort of what I'm hearing from you. And, I, and, and you've been doing this for a very long time. Yep. And I just wanted to thank you because as you were sharing, and then with your book titles, it sounds to me, even with some of the changes in the Alexa uh, platform, that your work has been has been influential in ways that maybe you're not even getting credit for. So that's my oh. final comment. I just want to say thank you for all your work. Thank you. Thank you for thank everything you. you've done. And I hope to learn more. And uh, that's very kind of you. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate so, it. <laughs> so I went ahead and I brought up his profile on the big screen. So this is where you can find Hamid. And uh, he is the founder CEO of Witlingo, X Amazon Alexa, and Voice First Evangelist. And uh, just so you know, we have 247 mutual con uh, connections. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and in addition to that, um, we are also in the Project Voice Group. And here's my question. I sort of have a, um, 
a question I'd like to ask every guest, and I'm going to get to that here. Long, in a you gotta, we got to wait. We got to draw this one out. Yeah, we're going to draw this one out on you. But um, are you planning on going to Project Voice this year? Oh, Project going physically? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think they. Just throwing your voice. Yeah, I I haven't gotten out of the house for months. <laughs> yeah. Just I know. I want to. I want to go. I gotta. I mean, I gotta yeah. get out. Yeah, yeah. I might. I might get up. Uh, I think they are coming by DC soon. So yep. it would not be. I wouldn't have an excuse not to go. Right. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Bradley's no, going across country. You know, just to like spark it up, spark up that interest. And I think he's going to do a good job at that. Or he has mm -hmm. been doing a good job at that. Yeah. But um. But yeah, Bradley is. Like, no, I just want to have to say, uh, Bradley is just a. Uh, call him spider-man yeah he's, he's all amazing. over the place he's amazing i mean he's really passionate mm -hmm. and i admire what he does so and not only that but uh he came on uh with our with us and talked about his his concept of uh, of, of of redefining what these kinds of socially distance environments can be and he's got some ideas that i think are going to be maybe the first time ever implemented to keep people safe but at the same time getting people together yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. he's innovating as always. Yeah, heck yeah. So, when our final question is, which I think I already I already know the answer to because I hit you up once before. But have <laughs> okay. you subscribed on YouTube to uh, Voice Spark, Alexa, mm -hmm. and more? Yeah, I am. Am I? <laughs> there you go. Sorry, I ask it. It's the hardest question you'll have. It's <laughs> Barbara Walters. Impression. Let me tell you something. If you could take that one down, you could take down any question. Um, <laughs> so with that, so with that being said, uh, we're going to kick you out here for just a minute. If you could, please stand, uh, please stay on okay. the line. We're going to say sure. a few, a uh, few nice things about you and the show, and okay. then we'll be back with you. All right. Thank you. Thanks. I mean, oh man, that was cool. That was interesting. Really cool. Really, really cool. Yeah. And I love how like, it's like, Hey, these are real world things. This is a different way of solving these problems instead of these like, you know, crazy flows or architecture or whatnot it's just like hey let's get to the root of the problem what is it you need and and we'll go from there which is great yeah did yeah. you hear what he was saying about lisp in the prologue that your your yeah. error which was cannot find property of undefined something like that i was trying to explain what does that mean oh, and i man. said well if it, you're it sounds like a compiler error because it's expecting that there should be and i was like i had to go on this thing about bank accounts you have to have unique numbers and so it's looking there but it either it's not there or it's there. What would something come back and say to you if you told mm -hmm. it to do something it couldn't come even finish doing? Like you're you're more than wrong. You're doubly wrong. It's like so. Well, how do I fix it? Well, Thanks, we first have to. So <laughs> no, but it, everybody gets that. You feel everybody like I'm learning. <laughs> but everybody gets that, and that's everybody one of those key it. things that he's pointing out is that if you're spending a lot of time thinking about how to access the property of a, of a frame, as he recalled it, you're mm -hmm. not spending, you're getting going to get lost in that quicksand of details. You're going to be triggering way too much of that engineer brain. You're going to lose touch with that product person. So it's very cool. It does come full circle. So it's with really that cool. being said, as always, if you can go on over and check out our podcast voice spark live, where you'll get this show and also a new segment called Nick with news. And please subscribe to us on YouTube at voice spark live, Alexa and more. And one more thing, if you want to buy or sell a house, just ask DOS. DOS. 
So with that being said, this is going to conclude my part of the show. Are you guys ready for the outro? Yes, sir. All right. Let's do it. Have a good night.